Hi, this is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa's Media Communications and Client Services Department. Thank you for listening to today's top Rancho Mesa news brought to you by our Safety and Risk Management Network, Studio One. Welcome back, everyone. My guest today is Jeremy Houlihan, Account Executive with Rancho Mesa. He specializes in commercial insurance for the janitorial and construction industries. Today, we're going to talk about developing a motor vehicle report program. Jeremy, thanks for joining us. Hi, Alyssa. It's great to be back to Studio One. Auto liability is often one of the most substantial risks a business will have if they have employees driving on the clock. How can businesses utilize a motor vehicle report program to minimize their auto liability? Alyssa, you know, driver selection is honestly one of the most important evaluations a business can do to prevent accidents. It's been proven that drivers with a history of moving violation and accidents tend to pose a higher risk for many organizations. Best practices for reducing this risk is allow only safe drivers to operate a company vehicle. In order to manage this process, a business should really develop a motor vehicle report program as part of their fleet safety program to ensure safe employees are driving company vehicles. And what are some of the key factors a business should consider when developing a motor vehicle report program? Well, there are four key factors in developing a motor vehicle report program. Number one is obtaining the motor vehicle report. Number two, evaluating that motor vehicle report. Number three, applying the motor vehicle report. And number four is documenting the motor vehicle report. Okay, so let's dive a little bit deeper into these. What is the purpose of ordering a motor vehicle record or MVR for the driver? So obtaining an MVR is the first step in determining whether a driver meets acceptability standards. Best practices recommends that all employees who drive on company time, whether that's driving a company vehicle or their own, should have their MVR requested and evaluated at least on an annual basis. Some companies choose to obtain MVRs for those employees who drive regularly and not those that drive on an incidental basis. It's best to consult your attorney, but most believe at least verification that a license is valid should be established for incidental drivers. Okay, that makes sense. How would an employer evaluate the report? Once an employer has obtained an MVR, it needs to be evaluated, and many insurance companies evaluate an MVR based on three criteria. First criteria is typically the age of the driver. So most insurance companies recommend or require a driver to be between the age of 21 to 23 years old at a minimum. Number two, the length of time a driver has maintained a valid license. So driver experience is another factor that should be strongly considered when evaluating an MVR. Most insurance companies are looking for a driver to have at least three years of driving experience. With younger generations obtaining their licenses later and later, you may run into issues of drivers not meeting that minimum experience requirement. There are also drivers that have been licensed in other states, which would show little experience in the state where they are now licensed. So it might be appropriate to verify their driver's experience in the previous states of which they worked. Number three, the number of violations and infractions the driver has on their license. This could be the single most important factor in establishing driver eligibility. Drivers who have history of moving violations and accidents pose a higher risk to an organization. When evaluating an NVR report, it's important to establish consistent requirements that are agreed upon by the organization and insurance company. A common acceptable NVR includes, number one, no more than two minor moving violations and one preventable accident in a three-year period. Uh, a minor moving violation would include such things as speeding, 
you know, one to 14 miles an hour over the posted speed limit, improper lane change, failure to yield, failure to obey traffic signs or signals, and an accident. Two, no more than two zero-point infractions, which would include such things as cell phone tickets, seatbelt tickets, and texting tickets in the last three years. And the third point, no major moving violations in the last five years. And I would define a major moving violation as anything such as a DUI, leaving the scene of an accident, excessive speeds over 20 miles an hour, reckless driving, and any felony use of a vehicle. Yeah, the MVR is really a report card for the driver. So the information can be used by the employer to determine if they want the employee driving for them, really. Yes, once the MVR has been evaluated, it's time to determine whether the driver is eligible or not. This can certainly pose a problem when implementing a new MVR program with existing employees and drivers. A company may have to evaluate whether the employee's driving responsibilities are suspended or if they need to be reassigned to a non-driving position, or in certain circumstances, they might have to be terminated. An example would be a delivery driver. If they're not able to drive a company vehicle and that was their sole purpose of employment, then you might have to make that type of a decision. Okay, so now we've obtained the employee's MVR, evaluated the driving record, and applied our standards to determine if we want them actually driving for the company. Now, how do we document the MVR? So Alyssa, proper documentation of a company's MVR process should be first and foremost very consistent and contained in each employee's file. The employee's file should have any applications, the MVR, warnings or corrective actions taken, previous annual reports, and any signed release forms. A formal MVR program is a vital piece to a successful fleet safety program. It creates a barrier of minimum requirements that can often weed out potential unsafe drivers and future liability. You know, Jeremy, if clients have questions about developing their MVR program, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Sure. I can be reached at area code 619-937-0174, or my email address is the letter J and then Houlihan, H-O-O-L-I-H-A-N at RanchoMesa.com. Thank you, Jeremy. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with our audience today. Of course, Alyssa, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much. This is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa. Thanks for tuning in to our latest episode produced by Studio One. For more information, visit us at RanchoMesa.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter.